It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to our worldwide audience for another episode of the Rescuers radio show. Heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, faithtalk1360.com. Please go to the rescuersradioshow.org where you can hear all of the shows on podcast over the last three and a half years. As this is a listener-guided show and you care to donate, you can do that through this site as well. My guest is very special here from Tucson, Arizona, Barney Hilton Murray, Executive Director of Mentoring Tucson Kids. Hi, Barney. Hello, Art, and how are you, sir? Good. Getting better by Thank the second. Thank you for the opportunity. I get, yeah, I, I'm going getting better at the, by the second because I get to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> let's so, hope it stays that way. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going to change that. So uh, Barney, before we begin diving into your great service, um, please uh, allow our worldwide audience to get to know you. Uh, please take time to share your backstory. On how do you get? How did you get to this point in your life? Just take your time and and uh, tell us about your background. Okay, uh, you said take my time, and how did I get here? Yeah, it was actually um, one day at a time. <laughs> and um, born and raised in White Plains, New York, and um, raised in a family of eight, six kids, um, wow. Christian home, and five boys and one girl. And I was the middle boy, so I I still am the middle boy um, <laughs> years later. And uh, being in that position has its unique challenges. But um, grew up uh, and worked in technology back in New York, got married, and um, moved from New York to San Jose, California. Whoa, that's, that's and, quite a change. Uh, yeah, the other coast, <laughs> and I see why they keep them separate. Quite a different lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. But the um, interesting thing was I've been involved in men's ministry all of my adult life and um, and mentoring to a degree the young men that were in the church and what have you. Um, but when I got to California, it became more um, – a leadership role, both mm. in men's ministry and mentoring. Um, my daughters came to Arizona to go to school and do college at the U of A and um, got married, graduated, got married, got pregnant. And when we heard grandbabies, we packed up and moved to Tucson. All right. And so that's how we got here. And, um, been involved in ministry all of that time. Um, the interesting and funny thing is we got here, had the first couple of grandkids, then the second set, and then they moved to Phoenix. Both both my daughters live in Phoenix now. My <laughs> wife and I are still here in Tucson. All right. Well, so we're cl- they're two close great enough. places, yeah. Yeah, so we're close enough but far enough where we can get to them on a regular basis and have family dinner and what have you. Um, so occupationally, um, just finished up about 10, 11 years at a charter high school, um, mentoring young people there. And, um, this position kind of opened up, 
um, I want to say I'm surprised, but I had been volunteering for Mentoring Tucson's Kids for about 10 years oh. uh, as a photographer and officially became a mentor last summer. And um, who knew? Here it is <laughs> a, a well, year later, and I am the executive director now, still working with kids. That's great. So um, there's a few, a few things I want to target right away. Uh, your days... Uh, you you started teaching digital arts and music, music and freelance photography. Was that in Tucson? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, tell us about that part of your life. You know, it it was an interesting uh, season for me. Uh, the ten years that I was there, um, I was paid by the school to uh, teach photography entrepreneurship, uh, digital arts and music, the fun subjects. Um, but that's what the school paid me for. But God had another idea. It always does. <laughs> and so I found myself in school as much as I was at school. Mm. The young people um, taught me so much about who I was as a man, um, and as a faith-based, a Christian man, um, and challenged everything that I had thought um, was foundational and I was standing on. And those kids taught me about um, some of the traditions uh, or challenged my thinking about uh, who I was, uh, because they were nothing like the kids I had raised. Mm -hmm. uh, so the boundaries, they didn't know it, but they exposed my prejudice, my bias, um, mm. my heart. Yeah. And, um, and it was convicting because when, <laughs> you know, God and I had a, a discussion it was, what am I supposed to do with these kids? They, they got piercings and, and blue hair <laughs> and tattoos, and they're underage. And the response was, you love them um, like I would because they don't know me yet. Unconditional. Unconditional. Yeah, that's awesome. So that is what I graduated <laughs> and left the school with was an unconditional love and a great understanding about what the youth of today are going through emotionally, spiritually, and even physically. Hmm. Uh, it's a totally different era. Wow. And that, that education has made me more uh, sensitive. Uh, I'm still old school. Yeah. Um, and there's just some things that I don't tolerate coming from young people, but it is done in such a loving way that there is a mutual level of respect that we have for each other. So um, it works out for both of us. There's a quote that was attracted to you some time ago, uh, somewhere in this transition, from Frederick Douglass. Would you, would you mind reading that quote to us or tell us about that quote? The quote uh, pretty much says it's easier to build strong children than it is to repair broken men. Wow. That, that, yeah. That's a powerful statement right there. 
It is. If we take the time and effort, um, one of our mentoring Tucson kids um, taglines are, um, we take care of our kids by uh, displaying the love of God and dis- and acting out the character of God. And so love, care, time, and attention is what we try and institute and supply to that child. Um, and so we're trying to catch them early. Um, and if a child requests a mentor, it's usually because there is a void mm-hmm. uh, in their life. And they may not be able to articulate it, yeah. but they, are, they can act it out. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot quicker. Yeah. And so the Frederick Douglass quote, as we think about broken men, um, men can show you how they feel a lot quicker than they can tell you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And usually it comes across in a socially unacceptable way. Uh, and so we're trying to uh, address those kind of things and a holistic approach to our kids. Um, uh, because we find they their needs are very little basic. Um, they just want to be somebody's favorite and feel that way. Yeah. So, so uh, the mentoring uh, Tucson's kids are at an average age. Uh, yes, six to seventeen. Okay. So, you, so you've got them at the right time. <laughs> yeah. And interesting enough, uh, one of the things that we had to do. Um, when I took office was to stop the um, at-risk terminology Mm. because of the fact that we have found that all kids are at at risk and it's just a question of to what degree. To what degree, yeah. That's awesome. That's that's awesome right there. That's a good platform to work forward on. Yes. Yes, it has. So um, I'm going to back up just a little bit. You had a uh, I'm going to call it a program. I'm not sure what platform it was on, but you 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 were involved in the living room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tell yes. Us, tell us about that. The living room is um, after I finished with the school, and they didn't renew my contract for the next school year. Um, I went into a mode where here I am re-engineering myself again. Uh, to stay employed. And one of my pastor friends um, up in Mesa, he said, you were not laid off. You were released to do what God had called you to do. Wow. And it took me about the rest of the summer to embrace that because I was laid off unexpectedly. And so I wasn't prepared. Mm. I had a plan to do ministry when I retired, but on my own terms and my own clock. <laughs> yeah. And so that didn't work out. So I, I went into a mode of um, I received my worked on my certificate for mental health coaching, premarital counseling, got certified there and uh, continued. And this is kind of what was driving the living room. The kids that I had built re- mentorship relationships, uh, they needed to continue. I needed to continue. Mm. Um, so we, I established and founded the living room as a place, a safe place, where mentoring, discipleship, counseling, 
um, just conversation can take place. And it literally, we found a commercial space, literally looks like a living room. Uh, that's great coffee tables chairs uh there's a tv in there fireplace um and so it it is uh, a place designed to be a stopgap between uh and i'll put it this way between church formal church in the church building and the street so people who are uncomfortable going to church or don't know church like Mm -hmm we know, um, can come to the living room and we can talk about anything, discuss anything in a safe, safe place environment. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, so that transition, the living room helped you transition into, uh, the mentoring Tucson kids. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And now, And, and now as executive director, you've got the whole, the whole ship. Yeah, and it's been interesting uh, maintaining the living room, and we're actually be moving into a um, out of the space we're in into a house, um, which just broadens the scope of the living room to a point where on Taco Tuesday we can have somebody in the kitchen cooking tacos, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so it's opening up a whole new realm of. mentorship uh, with, you know, the same intent. Mm. But now that I'm executive director, um, there's such a synergy between um, the living room and what kids and mentoring kids is all about. Mm. Um, It just gives us one additional uh, place to go uh, and work things out for training or conversation. Yeah. Uh, not for conversation right now, but you and I need to have a conversation on our personal time, uh, after this show, because my getting into this radio show is very likely, very like what God had you do, make an ending of of something you did not predict and then finding something that you did not predict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the, and the words living room means something to me because I was, I was a uh, one-third part of a couple of other guys. We had a radio show here in Phoenix for about a year and a half, and it was called Living Room. Really? Yeah. So I'll talk to you about that someday, but you and I have a have to have a, talk, a real conversation about <laughs> how we got to these places that we're in right now. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's interesting how we have a plan, and and I think I think we are blessed in that. The next level, the next step came organically for us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that the living room has launched is the senior class. And that is for 55 plus um, seniors. And in our Bible study, um, the mindset of purpose after uh, becoming a senior uh, has eluded some of our older people. So the fact that we hit the ground running and just went to the next level is a blessing because there's a lot of seniors who haven't figured out what the next half of their life might look like Yes, and purpose. So I applaud you for uh, doing what you're doing and uh, <laughs> making lemonade out of a lemon. <laughs> That's for sure. 
<laughs> Nicely said. So um, you have a couple of acronyms uh, that, that belong where you are. One is you just shrink down to an acronym MTK for um, uh, mentoring Tucson kids. Yes. And then you have another one that's mentoring and a, le- a number four uh, yes. to Tucson kids, right? It's mentoring for life. For mentoring for life. That's what that is. Okay. Yes. And that is was birthed out of my high school career, uh, mentoring the, the kids. And there's two aspects of the mentoring for life, and that is um, – for life situations or seasons in life um, and being there as a pseudo parent, counselor, guidance, mentor, uh, pastor, whatever the child needs Mm -hmm. uh, during that season of their life. And then the second aspect of it, mentoring for life is a for lifelong relationship. So we never grow out of um, the mentor position when we do it right. That child becomes a part of who we are, and we become a part uh, and sometimes an integral part of that child's life. So there's no expiration date, um, or we work so that we are mentors for life. I love it. That's good. So... um I, I love what you say. Uh, this is a Christian-based organization uh, working to provide our kids facing tough life challenges a positive future and a strong sense of hope through our, our one-to-one. This is comments from you. Uh, mm-hmm. Through our one-to-one mentoring program. And that pretty much outlines what you do, right? Yes, yes. That's... Um Historically, what we are, what we have been doing, an organization was founded, I think, in 2006. So we've been at it for quite a while. Um, Again, with the direction that I believe we need to go during this season, this generation, is we have to be more inclusive um, with a sensitivity to the home environment. Um, and by that, a conscious or an intentional uh, awareness of not only our mentee, but does the mentee have siblings? And if the mentee has siblings, we need to be sensitive to that as well as the family dynamics. Hmm. Is it two parents, one parent, um, grandparents, um, so that we are uh, working together on meeting the needs of the child. Um, The example I use is if I take my mentee home and he's had a great time, he smells like barbecue, uh, he's got a wristband from all the attractions and things like that, and he goes home and has two other siblings, and he's excited about what his day was. What impact does that have on his other two siblings? Um, Are they angry? Are they uh, depressed because how come he gets to do all of those things and we had to stay home Mm. and all of those sensitivities? So we are uh, trying um, 
to address that as best we can. Um, we did have a family day, our first since the history of the organization, oh. our f- first family day in the park. And it was a tremendous success. The ki- the parents got to meet us. We got to meet the siblings. And so um, with no other agenda except to include the family as a part of the mentoring process. That's good. I'm going to take just a moment to uh, remind our audience, if you've been listening to the program um, uh, on, on Rescuers Radio Show, uh, my guest is Barney Hilton Murray, Executive Director of Mentoring Tucson Kids. Um, gosh, time is flying by. We're in our last uh, four minutes or so. But before we leave, I want to um, have you give us a real brief, because you, you have quite a step system for someone to become a mentor. Mm-hmm. And just give us a real brief uh, two-minute Outlook. Uh, if somebody out there wants to be a mentor that's been touched by this program, what do they do? Okay. The first step is um, pray about it. And because Number it's one. not, it's <laughs> not one. just something you do in your spare time. Um, you think about if you have parent your own kids, um, that's one thing. Choosing to be a mentor to somebody else's kid is a whole nother ball game. So you pray about it first. And then we do have an application process uh, and the uh, background check as well as a fingerprint clearance to make sure that our kids are stay safe and that um, we are not hiring because it's all volunteer. people that are willing and passionate about trying to make a difference in the children's lives. Um, the other point is that we, after the application, there is a statement of faith in there so that we can continue um, in, in growing the holistic approach to um, mentoring because scriptures, prayer, um, divine intervention are all tools that we use to uh, approach a child where they are and not leave them where they are, Mm. but walk them into their future and help them fulfill their potential naturally and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be all in, right? All in. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, uh, gosh, I think we're, we're in our last couple of minutes. Uh, I'd like for you, if we can do this within the time we have left here, uh, you were blessed with a comment from a former uh, University of Arizona quarterback, and I'd like for you, and um, I'd like for you to, can you read what that is to us? I cannot because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> I've got it here. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, you read it. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles, former quarterback from uh, 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 University of Arizona, current yes. quarterback in the NFL. Mentoring Tucson's kids has made a tremendous difference in my life. I was fortunate enough to be paired with a great young man, Aaron. Through Aaron, I was able to get to know his three brothers, Jose, uh, Christopher, and Anthony. 
They will always have a special place in my heart, and I look forward to keeping in touch with them for the rest of my life. I hope that I have made a positive of an, of an impact on them as they have in, on me. I will always be thankful for the opportunity mentoring Tucson's kids has given me to help shape these young men's lives. And we're in our last minute, <laughs> so yeah. we can't really discuss that. But but isn't that powerful? It is extremely powerful. Yeah. The, the mutual benefit of being a mentor and the mentee yeah. is a, it's a divine relationship that brings out the best. One last thing. How can they contact you? You can go to the website at mentoringtucsonkids.org. Or you can give me a call at 520-403-1995. My guest, Barney Hilton Murray, Executive Director of Mentoring Tucson Kids. You are a rescuer. God bless you, and thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and God bless. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.